Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? 
Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday? I don't have a fucking clue. Them Gibbonites. Yeah. They um, were all tricksy and they were like... Oh, that's right. Yeah. We got moldy bread. We totally came from afar. Don't kill us, And I don't please. blame them at all. No. Not even a little bit. And then Joshua was like, yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. We won't kill you. And then they, they were, were cool. They were like, they were making fun of them. They're like, they're, they were like dissing them. They're like... Uh, you guys are going to be lumberjacks. Well, yeah, but I mean, they were like, but we won't kill you, though. Right, I cool, know. Cool, cool, I think cool. the last You'll laugh be... is on the Gibeonites, you know, they're like... No, they didn't die. I meant they had the last laugh, that's what I meant. Oh, so the last laugh was yeah, on that's, that's what I the meant. Israelites. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You said that poorly. Yeah, I said that poorly. So, um, then Joshua was like, wait, my broskies, you, you're from right here. And they were like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We don't. We just don't want to die, is all. Right. And then Joshua was like, Ugh. "Right." But he already promised because yeah. he was dumb. Ha ha. Yep. Yep. And that's what happened. Okay. What are we uh, going over today? Joshua chapter ten. All right. Let's go read this. Okie dokie. Okay, Joshua chapter 10. All right. The defeat of the Amorites. Oh, man. I know the Amorites were fucking giants. I mean, that's what I thought. They were. Yeah. So, them giants are going down. The Amorites are going down at the very least. Right. Yeah. But I'm telling you, they were giants. Okay. They're they're going down. Somebody's going down. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. Adonai Zedek, king... King of Jerusalem. Okay. Okay. Heard that Joshua had captured and completely destroyed Ai and killed its king. Remember he had put him up on a pole? Yeah. 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 Just as he had destroyed the town of Jericho. Well, not just as he had destroyed the town of Jericho. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, that's that's doing a big stretch of the word just. Yeah. Um, And killed its king. Yeah, well, okay. Um, he also learned that the Gibeonites had made pe- made peace. <laughs> Boy, this is some rewriting just like the next chapter over. Right. Um, made peace with Israel and were now their allies. 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 More like slaves. Yeah. I, uh, or whatever, but yeah. Like, yeah. And also I got a I got a question here because mm-hmm. in the last chapter also mm-hmm. they were saying that everybody teamed up and they're like all gonna go against the Israelites, because yeah, they're like, yeah. no, fuck this. We're, we're we're forming an alliance. Yeah, where's the alliance? Uh, they're just fighting the Amor the Amorites. The Amorites. Yeah, it's like, where's this alliance at? I I really don't know, but I'm I'm dying over the rephrasing of this. Right. Yeah, they were totally allies. They were pals. <laughs> I know. I know that all my pals. I tell them. Bring me some wood, bitch. Right. And that's what all my allies do. They happily bring me wood and water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. He and his people became very afraid when they heard all this because Gibeon was a large town. But it wasn't a large town. Not 
not twelve thousand people is right. not not compared to what the Israelites were bringing. Yeah, that's not a, a large town. Twelve thousand people was the entire population. That's the husbands, the wives, the children, the servants, the slaves. I mean, it's bigger than the town we live in. Okay, but they're saying it's a large town, as large as the royal cities, and larger than A. Got it. And I don't know about all that. Whatever. Okay, I'm just saying poorly phrased. Yeah. And the Gibeonite men were strong warriors. I mm-hmm. mean, I guess. I mean, they, you know, they had 30,000 people running from them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Right. So King Adonai Zedek of Jerusalem sent, oh, here we go, sent messengers to several other kings. Hoham, Hoham of Hebron. Wow, that's a... Tongue yeah, twister. Right? Piram of Jarmuth, Japhia of Lakshish, and Debir of Eglon. Okay. Um, come and help me destroy Gibeon, he urged. Gibeon? Gibeon? What? What? For they, he urged them, for they have made peace with Joshua and the people of Israel. What? Why would you be mad at Gibeon? Why would you be wasting your time fighting another tribe that's not... Like, what? No, y'all ought to be ganging up on the Israelites. Right, yeah. Not the Gibeonites who did it the smart way. Right, yeah. All, all you know what the Gibeonites did? They just didn't want to die. Right. That's all. Their great sin here was that they just didn't want to die. Right. So, these five Amorite kings that are very difficult to pronounce combined their armies for a united attack. So they're going to go against the Gibeonites. And they're going to go on the offense, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least against the Gibeonites. This is bullshit. Yeah. I feel so sorry for the Gibeonites. Right. Honestly. Like, they're just trying to live their best life. Right. They moved all their troops into place and attacked Gibeon. Okay. Wow. The men of Gibeon quickly sent messengers to Joshua at his camp in Gilgal. What do you mean, sent messengers? You're there. Well, apparently not. No. Yeah, but they're... I thought that they were there, like, carrying their water and, and being lumberjacks for them. Apparently not yet. They had, they still got to they still gotta get that figured out. They, the ink was still wet on all the contracts? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, I mean, the Israelites haven't even settled into their uh, their places yet, so. so. So they're all crying and whatnot, and they're like, don't abandon your servants now, they pleaded. Come at once, save us, help us, for all the Amorite kings who live in the hill country have joined forces to attack us. Okay. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen. I mean, there was no like obligation to protect them. It, they just... It's kind of like it's kind of like um, the Gibeonites were like um, uh, the Ukraine, and they were like, "We really like to join NATO." And NATO was NATO. The Israelites is like, "Well, no, but you can be our servants, and we'll like, we'll we we won't fight your war for you, but we'll like." Give you lots of money and and weaponry and training. Right, we'll hardcore not kill you. Yeah, <laughs> we will actively not kill you. Right, but nope, nope. They're they're gonna go in. So okay. Joshua and his entire army, including his best warriors, left Gilgal and set out for Gibeon. So in wow. this case, they were better than NATO. I see. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Not that I'm like saying NATO should totally. Um, Go to war against Russia. I understand the implications of World War Three. Right, it's, right. It's all very complex. Yes. And I was just simplifying it um, as the Bible does. Sure. 
but it was still a good analogy, I thought. Right. And let's not lose track here. The the Israelites are still conquering people's land that yeah. were already there. Yeah. Just because. So. Right. They were like, I want this land now. Give it. Yeah. <laughs> Give it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, do not be afraid of them, the Lord said to Joshua, for I have given you victory over them. Uh, have well, you? Yeah, I of mean, course. maybe you're about to. I don't think you have already given us victory. Right. We still got to go there and, you know, you're do using, the victory thing. Yeah. You're using past tense of a thing that has not yet occurred, you omnipotent fuck. <laughs> Not a single one of them will be able to stand up to you. Not a single one. Not a single one. Wow. Not even one guy. Not okay. even one. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Joshua traveled all night from Gilgal. Oh, he took this very seriously. Apparently. Wow. He traveled all night from Gilgal and took the Amorite armies by surprise. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I'm surprised. Are mm-hmm. you surprised? I'm surprised. Yeah, he was... took us by surprise. Right. That was that was a quick reaction. Yeah. He was like, these are my boys now. Right. Apparently. And enthusiastically, like last chapter, he was like, okay. Right. And now this, he's like, uh, no excuse you. <laughs> the Lord threw them into a panic, not the Israelites. He right. He threw the Amorites and yeah. et cetera. Right. Into into a panic. Okay. And the Israelites slaughtered. Slaughtered. That's the word. Slaughtered. I like that word. Great numbers of them at Gibeon. They've used the word slaughter quite a bit in the Old Testament. But they use it like so enthusiastically far. like we're supposed to cheer them on. Like I mean, that's the way I take it. Like they Awesome. Much... That's some great slaughtering. You guys are – I'm so excited about your slaughtering. Right, right. Dude, we need to do a slaughter. Slaughtering is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> then the Israelites chased the enemy along the road to Beth Haran, killing them all the way to Az- Azekah and Mecca. Sure. Yeah. Killing them all along the way. Yeah. With a stab stab here and a punch punch there and a right. killing and slaughtering and murdering and Yeah, they couldn't just let them run away. They had to no. just chase them down and they, kill them all. They had to take them down. Yeah. All this bloodletting. Right. So violent. As the Amorites retreated down the road from Beth Haran, the Lord destroyed them. Destroyed them with a horrible, I'm sorry, terrible, not horrible, terrible hailstorm from heaven (laughs) that continued until they reached Azekah. Destroyed them with hail. He destroyed, I mean, I have sat in my car in a Mm hailstorm and hail has not destroyed my car. Right. I mean, to be fair, they didn't have cars back then. No, I'm just saying, like, he destroyed them. And I'm like... I mean, it could have been some really, like, softball-sized hail, maybe. Okay, that's fair. You know? Um, yeah, I'm thinking, like, small hail. But, yeah, right. hail yeah. can get very big. It can. Right. it can. It can. And apparently it was. I mean, it was destroying them. So. There was some big hail that day, I can tell you. I guess. But if the um, Israelites were chasing them the whole time... They got hailed, too, Weren't they right? getting hit, too? One would think. I mean, I don't know. I'm... Uh, Maybe it magicked away from them. Maybe they killed enough people and then God took it from there. God's like, God's like, I got this. Turn around, I got the rest of this. Yeah, yeah. The hail killed more of the... Oh. The hail killed more of the enemy than the Israelites killed with the sword. Wow. God was like all for real on the murder scene. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> that's interesting. Usually God doesn't get his hands dirty. Yeah. He's like, nah, you guys take care of that shit. Because he's very enthusiastic about cheering on the murder. Right. But this time he was like. <laughs> I, unless, I, unless it comes to killing his own people. Yeah. Then he's all he for it. Loves he loves murdering doing that. his own people. Yeah. But this time he, it's like he was bored. It's, he's like, I haven't smote some folk in a while. Right, right. I got to get me some smote on. Yeah. 
On the day the Lord gave the Israelites victory over the Amorites, Joshua prayed to the Lord in front of all the people of Israel. He said, quote, Let the sun stand still over Gibeon and the moon over the valley of Ajalon. So the okay. sun stood still and the moon stayed in place. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Until the nation of Israel had defeated its enemies. Mm. Um, what? <laughs> That's um, not possible. No. It, it, and it didn't happen. It, I can guarantee that. No, it didn't. Because it really fucked some shit up. And apparently this thing that I'm reading is missing a word because it said, is this event not recorded in question mark? <laughs> I'm thinking that it's got to be like recorded in history, in history and, or and, in the in the, the book, book of, of instruction yeah, or right. something but it's Whatever. just in question it's record, mark yeah okay so shitty shitty book i'm reading here sorry yeah okay. shitty book of a shitty book <laughs> we, just, ah, we missed a word missed a word um the sun stayed in the middle of the sky and it did not set as on a normal day a, that's so stupid Such bullshit so stupid there has never been a day like this one before or since or even when it happened i dare say right yeah when the lord answered such a prayer surely the lord fought for israel that day exclamation point i guess yeah why why did he need to hold wait let me just hold this sun up real quick i'm not quite done with all the hail what? yeah i don't know why why did he need to do that? Why does it matter? Right? Like, what is what does that matter? It, what it, does the sun and the moon staying where they are have to do with anything other than just making up something ridiculous? You could you could snap your finger right quick, like pull a Thanos and make them right. You could just be dead. They they're all dead. Yeah, they're there you go. done. Right. Why did you have to? What what do we have to stop celestial beings for? I I don't know. I don't understand. Or celestial, whatever you call them, bodies, heavenly bodies. Yeah. yeah. Those. I, I don't really understand this. Like, how... They're trying to tell us how awesome God is, his power. He had the power to stop the sun. And I'm like, but why did he need to stop the sun? Though? But see, even in the wording itself, it's wrong. Because mm -hmm. we're going around the sun. Right. Not the sun going around us. Exactly. So he didn't stop shit. No. No, he did not. He didn't even know how to word it correctly. True. So, so I don't believe... Anything that's not there only because not only didn't he stop any celestial bodies, more than that, if he was omnipotent, he didn't need to. Right. Well, yeah. So it, the whole thing is dumb. The whole thing is dumb. If you were gonna pull out a magic move like that, don't you save it for when your people are being slaughtered? Right. Like right. you, you already have the upper hand. It wasn't necessary. Right. Because Joshua and his boys. They were all murdery and stabby. God had the hail going on. Why did he be like, hold on, hold on, I got more. Right. For no he was, reason. He was just really trying to show off, apparently. I guess. Yeah. But it, it wasn't necessary. They were already dying. Right. Then Joshua and the Israelite army returned to their camp at Gilgal. During the battle, the five kings escaped and hid in a cave at Makedah. Well, that's, that's awesome. Why did they escape? Why does it, How do the kings always live to the last minute? Like, the rest yeah. of their people die, but the kings always make it. Run away! At least until... I mean, they might still get killed, but they, they get killed last. It's always last. Always. Always last. When Joshua heard that they had been found, he issued this command. Kill them. Quote, <laughs> cover the opening of the cave with large rocks 
and placed guards at the entrance to keep the kings inside. Oh, my God. Seriously? So you're not even going to, like, just go in and kill them. You're, you're just going to, like, starve, starve them, them out. out. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The rest of you continue chasing the enemy and cut them down from the rear. I thought... I thought they already did that. I thought they were already dead and yeah. hailed. Whatever. I guess there's more of them, apparently. Whatever. This is dumb. Yeah. Don't give them a chance to get back to their towns, for the Lord your God has given you victory over them. Yay! Except that, again, you're using a past tense against an item that has not occurred yet. Right, right. You're back and forth through time and here. And you also already stupid. told us that you destroyed them. Yeah. So. Yeah. This okay. This phrasing is all stupid and unnecessary and silly and didn't happen. Right. Clearly. Right. So Joshua and the Israel, it's kind of like if I'm trying to tell you the story of, I don't know, like Little Red Riding Hood. And I'm like, Little Red Riding Hood was walking through the forest and um, the wolf ate her that day. But Little Red Riding Hood got to grandma's house and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> no, that no, you're telling the story all wrong. Yeah. Everything's out of order. Right. Just try. Just yeah. try. So Joshua and the Israelite army continued the slaughter, because of course they did, mm-hmm. and completely crushed the enemy, okay. uh, which of course they did. Right. They totally wiped out the five armies except for the tiny remnant that managed to reach their fortified towns. Okay. Mm. So they didn't then. They didn't, yeah. They did. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, was, I was doing a little bit of that song by uh, Grandson there. We did it. We didn't. Oh, my God. That song is so good. Gotcha. You got to hear it. I'm sure I have heard it. I just can't replace it right now. It's really, really good. Highly recommend. Right. Uh, The the kid introduced me to it, and it's like my favorite song by them. Got it. Okay. Then the Israelites returned safely to Joshua in the camp at Mackinac. I keep thinking of like um, Mackinac Island. (laughs) (laughs) Or as I said in Station 11, Mackinac. Right, right. After that, no one dared to speak even a word against Israel. Why? You didn't kill them all. <laughs> then Joshua said, hey, oh, remove the rocks covering the opening of the cave and bring the five kings to me. Oh, they're not going to starve them out. Because he's going to put them on spears probably or something. Probably. Yeah. So they brought the five kings out of the cave. The kings of, got to repeat myself here. Right. Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lashish, and Eglon. Okay. When they brought them out, Joshua told the commanders of his army, come and put your feet on the king's necks. <laughs> you Be a dick for no reason other than dickishness. Right. That This is grotesque. Yeah. And they did as they were told. Don't ever be afraid or discouraged, Joshua told his men. Be strong and courageous, for the Lord is going to do this to all of your enemies. Then Joshua killed each of the five kings and impaled them on five sharpened poles, where they hung until evening. Oh, there we go. There it was. Yeah, yeah. As the sun was going down, you know, finally. Yeah, after those multiple days. Well, after sitting still in the sky or whatever. Joshua gave instructions for the bodies of the kings to be taken down from the poles and thrown into the cave where they had been hiding. Because why not? Sure. Then they covered the opening of the cave with a large pile of rocks, which remains to this very day. <laughs> I they say that so often. It's just it's in Joshua, absurd. Just in Joshua. It's, it's absurd. To this it's very like, day. It's still there to this very right, day. Like, no, it's fucking not. It's not. It's not there to this very right. day. Right. No, just stop saying that. Yeah. It's, it's, that's dumb. You sound childish. Right. 
This is this is how a fourth grader writes a story. Yeah. And these people are older than fourth graders. Right. So this tells me they're not very bright. Right, right. And I know that um, um, IQ increases in every generation just because there's more and more to remember and more connections to make. Sure. But it seems as though these people were not as bright as fourth graders today. Right. And that's just sad. I'm sad for them. I'm embarrassed for them. Yeah, yeah. That same day, oh, that a lot happened that day. It's a good yeah. thing the sun was standing still. <laughs> Joshua captured and destroyed the town of Mackinac. He killed everyone in it because murder is fun, including the king, leaving no survivors. He destroyed them all. And he killed the king of Mackinac as he had killed the king of Jericho. I thought he just killed them. Oh, I don't fucking know. I thought know. they pulled them out of the cave and killed them. Oh, this one king was not one Some of those five. King? He was a different king. Okay. I guess. Who cares? Maybe. Whatever. All Who right. cares? Sure. Then Joshua and the Israelites went to Libnah and attacked it. Again, murder is fun. Right. There, too, the Lord gave them the town and its king. He killed everyone in it, leaving no survivors. Wait, what? I, I feel like he's saying that two things happened here. No, the I could go back and read the other five. These are different These are kings. Other kings? These are more kings. Okay. There's lots of kings going around. All right. So many towns. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Leaving no survivors. Then Joshua killed the king of Libna as he had killed the king of Jericho. So there's all these kings being slaughtered and hung up on poles. Okay. From Libna, Joshua and the Israelites went to Lashish and attacked it. Wait a minute. Lashish was one of the ones. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's saying, they're saying two different things happened here. Yeah. They're saying that they killed the kings in their towns and also in the cave. In the cave. What? What? Yeah. Here again, the Lord gave them Lashish. Joshua took it on the second day and killed everyone in it, just as he had done at Libna. During the attack on Lashish, King Horam of Gezer, <laughs> you old Gezer, <laughs> arrived with his army to help defend the town. But Joshua's men killed him and his army, of leaving course. no survivors. Yeah. Boy, Joshua, his balls are so big. Right, he can kill kings twice. His balls are always bouncing. <laughs> From the left and to the right. Yeah, his got the biggest balls, balls of, of them, them all. all. Yeah. yeah. Go, Joshua. I'm mm-hmm. so disenchanted. Like, not that I was ever enchanted. enchanted. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're awesome, whatever. Right. It It's hard to be impressed with a dude that's like, I have magic and God and stopping this. I'm like, then you're not really that cool. I mean. Right. Go you. Yeah. Like, I guess, I guess if so I So you're had, not doing shit. It's all God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whatever. Then Joshua and the Israelite army went on to Eglin and attacked it. They captured it that day and killed everyone in it. He completely destroyed everyone, just as he had done at Lashish. Yeah. From Eglin, Joshua and the Israelite army went up to Hebron and attacked it. Oh, my God. This is just a chapter of... Like killing yeah, town after town like after town after town. It's literally contradicting itself in the same fucking chapter that we are reading because I know this is so I know. weird. It's dumb. It's again fourth graders. Yeah, they captured the town and killed everyone in it, including its king, leaving no survivors because murder is fun. Yeah, they did the same thing to all of its surrounding villages, and just as he had done at Eglin, he completely destroyed the entire population. Mm. Go, Joshua. Love murdering children and women and defenseless people who just want to fucking live their lives. Yeah. Then Joshua and the Israelites turned back and attacked Debir. 
he captured the town, its king, and all of his surrounding villages. He completely destroyed everyone in it, leaving no survivors. He did to Debir and its king just what he had done to Hebron and to Libna and its king. Uh Okay. Awesome. You are one murdery fuck. Yeah. So, okay, here's the thing. Like, Moses, he led his people through the desert and around and about, and he kept them fed and watered and clothed and et cetera. Right. right? Yeah. And and mm-hmm. he kept them together as much as possible. And that was somewhat commendable. You know, for 40 years he did this shit, sure. right? yeah. Joshua takes over and, like, within days he's like, I'm murdering you, I'm murdering you, I'm murdering fucking everybody up in here. Right. Like, God damn, Joshua, take a fucking beat, you know? <laughs> so Joshua conquered the whole region. The whole fucking region. Yeah. The kings and the people of the hill country, the Negev, the western foothills, and the mountain slopes. He completely destroyed everyone in the land, leaving no survivors, just as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded. Mm-hmm. Except that I know that that is not true because I know that later on um, people did survive because then um, they led the Israelites to, um, you know, worship false gods and to fall away well i mean so, i wouldn't expect anything to hold true in the bible so nothing, nothing is, seems to hold up even from one sentence to the next nothing right. is ever you can't even follow these fucking stories right right this is bullshit <laughs> joshua slaughtered them from kadesh Barnea to gaza and from the region around the town of goshen up to gibeon joshua ca- conquered all these kings and their land in a single campaign For the Lord, the God of Israel, was fighting for his people. Then Joshua and the Israelite army returned to their camp at Gilgal, the end. All right. Joshua killed lots of people. I'm so unimpressed. Yeah. Honestly. He is a dirty, bloody fuck. He really is. I do not like Joshua, and I think we're supposed to like him, and I don't. Yep. yep. The end. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. I I hate this guy. So, tomorrow, we're doing our Q&A. Yeah. You got anything prepped for that? I don't have anything prepped, but I know that you had questions about that, um, like, commander of the Lord that just appeared for, like, three sentences. Right. That was so weird. And he was like, take off your fucking sandals. I have a feeling it was either hypothetically God and or an angel. But like, they forgot. It's to still like, like there was no follow up to it. No. And it was really dumb. So I'm going to look into that a little bit, I think. And yeah. if I can't find that, I guess I'll look into like where this cave's at or some shit. Sure. I don't know. We'll and see. And why they killed the kings twice in different ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see what I can find. All right. Well, we will see you guys tomorrow with our Q&A. And, and uh, then Sunday is our replay. Yep. And then Monday we will be back for Joshua chapter 11. All right. See you guys. Bye. Husband. Yes, wife. Remember how you told me we're on Patreon now? Yeah, why? Because we're starting something new for Patreon members only. Every couple of weeks, we'll cover something in the news, a current event, or something we feel strongly needs to be discussed. And only subscribers get to hear our discussion. That's right. It's all for our Patreon members as a thank you for their support. Join now for as little as $2 a month to get all of our extra content. Go to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Do it now. Husband, it's the end. It is indeed, wife. 
Tell the people where they can contact us. Well, they can get a hold of us via our email, which is uh, sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. We have Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, why do you know? Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> Ugh. All right. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, and a Pinterest page. But if you really want to get our attention, Twitter is where it's at. Twitter is where you're at. Yeah. And um, they should also review, like, and subscribe, yeah? Definitely. Apple Podcasts um, reviews help us out tremendously. And uh, we also can use your support on Patreon, which is a great place to uh, support us as well. That would be at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.